Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, good afternoon. This is Marnie Swedberg. So excited to have you with us here along with our wonderful guest today, Ellen Mer- Mary Dykus, and she is with Harvest USA Org. Uh, our title of our show today is Ministering to Sexually Wounded Women. And this is such an important topic and not one that we talk about, you know, just every day in our casual conversation. And so today we're going to spend some time learning how to think about sexual abuse from a biblical viewpoint, how the Bible really addresses sexual sin, whether it's done against the person or if a person personally pursues it. Also, we're going to talk about common indications a woman may have sex, uh, suffered sexual abuse, how you can tell, what to do if you suspect someone has suffered abuse, how to engage her on it, and what to do first. Also, two ways to understand the impact sexual abuse has on a woman. And finally, when you should refer someone on to an experienced pastor, counselor, or therapist, and how to help her find someone who's qualified. All of these are such important things. And I'm so glad that you are here today to learn from our guest, Ellen Dykus. Now, Ellen is the perfect person to do this training with us today in this program because she's the coordinator for Women's Ministry at Harvest USA, and that's a national ministry focused on partnering with and equipping the church to minister the gospel of grace into the lives of those who uh, have been impacted by sexual sin and brokenness. And she's here today to share some great insights with us. Ellen, welcome to you Thank you, Marnie. It's a wonderful pleasure to be here. Well, I'm excited because after all these years of doing trainings with women's ministry leaders, and for them we have never done one on this topic, and it is a much, much needed conversation, maybe because you work with us all the time. Just bring us up to speed on how much this conversation is needed. Well, Regarding sexual abuse, I mean, statistics are just so sobering regarding really both girls and boys, men and women, you know, adults who are impacted by sexual abuse as children. I think uh, one of the latest statistics that I had heard was that, you know, by the time a girl reaches 18, one out of three will have experienced some form of sexual abuse. Wow. And for, boy, for boys, by the time they reach the age of 14, one out of four boys will have experienced some form of that. And so I think even on the male side of things, the needs are so great, and that is an area that is even less talked about. And so, you know, we're going to be focusing, I know, a lot of our discussion today regarding sexual abuse. A lot of what I do at Harvest USA is ministry to women who are really walking Mm -hmm. in the midst of their own patterns of sexual sin. And there's an easy tie-in here because... Over my six-plus years of ministry here, I could count on two hands the women who have come to me who are wrestling with their own um, unholy patterns of a sexual nature. And in whatever way, I could count on two hands the women who have not had some form of sexual abuse in their background. So the needs, Mm. Marnie, are are staggering. And, uh, again, I just appreciate you even wanting to address this in in this training. Hmm. Uh, That's amazing. You know, you think of the statistic that's always staggering to me is one in four women will have breast cancer. You know, and it's like um, that number is staggering. One in three has been sexually abused. That's a huge percentage of our population of our women in our groups who have gone through this and I know I know from my personal experience uh, experience Ellen just working with women praying with women that that's true <laughs> it's just 
Wow, it is epidemic and it has affected, I'm sure some of you callers, you're just going, yep, that'd be me. I've got my hand up in the air. Help me, help me. And some of you women's ministry leaders are listening and saying, oh, I'm just surrounded by girls who have this in their past. Not just, I don't mean girls, little girls, but just women. And and what do, what do I do? So that's what this program today is about. So grateful that you could join us here. Let's talk about, I loved what you wanted to start with. This first point is so important. How does the Bible really address sexual sin if it's done against a person or if it's personally pursued? Because we do, um, we do in our own minds, there is, a, there is this conscious that says right and wrong. You know, and whether someone did it to us or whether we did it ourselves, we have a lot of times the same emotional response um, that it was wrong, you know. And so uh, distinguish for us between, you know, talk to us about what the Bible really says about these things. Yeah. Well, here here's a, a verse that I, I just want to start with related to that because I think the way you just articulated that is really beautiful, Marnie, that there can be a similar emotional response, I think, for people hearing about these things, but in many ways for either the sexual abuse survivor or the woman pursuing and engaged in sexual sin. And one of those corollaries is shame, a deep, Mm -hmm. smothering sense of shame. And so I think here's a great starting place for us is Psalm, Psalm 34, where it says, those who look to the Lord are radiant, and their faces are never covered with shame. And so biblically, we want to look at sin as something that is absolutely covered under the radiance and the redemption and the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And I should say the healing of, Je- of Jesus Christ. We see all throughout Scripture that he is a, a God who is tender towards those who have been oppressed and abused and used and have been broken down. And he comes to people with forgiveness, with grace. I I love it. Then over and over in Scripture, I think in that same Psalm 34, um, it speaks of the Lord being near to the brokenhearted. Uh, He is a God that comes close to us. And so, you know, biblically, sexual sin is... It is a sin. It is a category of going outside of God's design for his beautiful gift of sexuality. And you know, I know it's probably outside the scope of our time today to go into the, the details of that, but God is a wonderful and uh, good creator who has created sexuality to be, to be expressed and to be enjoyed within his design, which is within the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman. When anyone goes outside of that, they're expressing their own brokenness. So, you know, what we would call here at Harvest USA their own sexual brokenness. And so it is obviously a very um, traumatic, horrific expression of sexual brokenness when somebody moves against another person in a sexually abusive way. And so speaking of sexual abuse biblically, I think what we would you know, for the the uh, victim, the survivor, we would consider that sexual abuse is a very tragic form of suffering. It is a very tragic part of living in a in a very broken and fallen world where sinners sin against each other. Wow, I'm thinking of a couple things here. I think of 
the one thing from the perception, the perspective of Christ looking down, there's such a huge difference initially um, before it comes under the blood of Jesus Christ. There's a huge difference between sexual sin committed against somebody versus that which we go out and pursue on our own. Um, one is that um, you it, it, it reminisced to me of how I talk to people about sickness in our lives, okay? Mm-hmm. When they were in the garden, there was no sickness. There was just health. And after the fall, when sin came into the world, then sickness was also introduced into the world. And some people are sick because they have been, you know, putting toxins into their body, and so therefore their body fell apart, you know? Other people are sick just because of the fall, because we live on this broken mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, two really different ways to look about look at that. And just like the sickness that you would engage in, you know, because of the fall, wasn't number one, it wasn't your fault necessarily. You're just part of mm. this broken world. But also, you can only do so much about the speed of recovery. You you possibly can't recover. You possibly can, but it will take you a long time. And I'm thinking of the girl who's listening to us, and she said, "I, I you know, I had this in my life, and." Now, I've been trying for years, and I'm still not free of it. Well, you know, someone who gets multiple sclerosis or, or cancer or some of these other illnesses, they may, they may also fight for a long time and never truly be free here on this earth in the same way that someone who's never had that sickness is free. Mm-hmm. And, and some of this, I think, has to come down to us just saying, this is where I am, God, take me here, you know, take me from where I am to where you want me to be. And does that make sense to you, Ellen? Yeah, it, well, it really does. And I mean, you're you're um, just kind of triggering me to think about, you know, that aspect of, you know, the scars that, you know, that we right. all carry. Um, it could be a scar from a surgery. It could be a scar from a, a fight or um, it's just an accident. But I think in a similar way, and this does not at all discount the true heart-changing healing that Christ brings. But right. while we live on this side of heaven, we are going to continue to experience really the ravages of the fall. And so, you know, part of what we'll be talking about in the hour is just that for a person walking out and taking steps to deal with their sexual abuse, it, it is absolutely a, a process that's going to happen over time. And so, so yeah, I think what you've said is gives a, a right perspective that while we live on this earth, we're going to continue to deal with um, with the ravages of, of the fall. But you know, thankfully, we know that an end is in sight. And, you know, that's our hope, right, as followers of Christ, that one day He is going to make all things new, and sin will be dead. Yeah. Oh, praise God for that. Amen. <laughs> there is a day. There Amen. is a day. And, Banking on it, and right? So, yeah, exactly. And what's so beautiful is that even in our areas of still woundedness or in our areas of still, maybe I will call sickness, or in our areas of still being broken, God can bring restoration to those areas either immediately or over time gradually. This is Marnie, and I hope you've gained valuable insights and encouragement from the clip you've enjoyed just now. To access the remainder of this training program, click the link below or visit Marnie.com and search for the title of this audio. You'll find it at Marnie.com, that's M-A-R 
nie.com. And when you register today, you'll get instant and ongoing access to not only this training, but over 12 MP3 trainings on this very topic, including the PDF notes and contact information, so you can follow up with your favorite experts anytime you have time. Again, it's all available to you right now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com.